everything. Glory to God. That's right. It's me, Kathy Brox, LUTGRadio.com, WKKP uh, Digital Broadcasting. And so, we are... Oh, I don't know what... Sometimes you'd be wondering, like, where did I get that extra... Like, I have, like, these jugs of water. And <laughs> Mine is for drinking purposes. I know some people have like pee jars all over their studio and whatnot. Like, no, nah, I'll get up and go to the bathroom. I'm not going to have a pee jar in my, in any part of my office or studio. Uh, one day I'll show y'all the studio. It's not that big right now. So what y'all do for y'all Monday? I want to know what y'all do. Put it in the chat. Say something to me. If you go to lutgradio.com, it's easy for me to see the chat. Let me see here. I'm going to try and pull it up on this. Let me see here. Do I got this right? No. I'm going to try and pull up the chat here. Hold on a second. Uh, I normally don't pull it up because I'd be too tempted to look at it while I'm doing the show. Get how much uh, the body adjusts when you gaining weight and losing weight. I'm in the process of losing weight. <laughs> Somebody sent me. Let me see here. I don't know. Are they? Hold on a second. I'm trying to understand these text messages. Hold on. Let me turn it back on. I don't know if that makes a difference or. Hold on a second. Uh, let me fin- let this thing finish loading. Okay. Oh, somebody sent me something. I guess this was a couple of days ago. Oh, no, they weren't talking to me. They were talking to somebody else. Uh, love. Love. Fourth, other two fast loss of my Wi-Fi data. Okay, so I don't know if this was at me or if this was some at somebody else since they were since they on my page. I can only assume he was talking to me. And he said, uh, "Stop talking, please." Well, that's what I do though. So. That's what I do. I talk. So you you would actually have to give me some sort of reference for what do you mean by stop talking and patience patience zero one nine. I don't know what you're talking about. Unless it's Jesus or did I hit you or God? Uh, <laughs> did I hit you in that that awareness button? Did I did I? Did I spill all your business out there without even knowing it? 
Because I can tell y'all this. Um, when I when I be telling y'all stuff that God said, I don't I don't be looking, so I don't know unless God tells me I don't know who's done what. I truly don't know. And um I like not knowing um the exact names of the people because um I don't wanna and put like so, sometimes I would see faces of people and stuff that occurred and then when I meet the people I'll be like, Oh, that's the person. And I got to remember that because I'd be like, oh, yeah. But if you did something bad, I ain't going to want to go, oh, yeah, that was you that did. I'm like, no. <laughs> and so I'll be like, hold on, guy. <laughs> we we want to make sure. <laughs> but whatever he gives me, that's what I'll, that's why I'll, I'll put it out there because it's it's out there to help people. Um, not to embarrass people, so I try not to use names because I don't want to embarrass somebody. I mean, everybody's been through, you know, life and stuff, and sometimes stuff happens, and and so you don't want all you don't want everybody's business out in the street. You know what I mean? It's like Roscoe Jenkins, Jenkins, all your business in the street. <laughs> that means your pants too tight, boy. <laughs> go put some, go go get some pants that fit. <laughs> Put your daddy's pants on if you have to. <laughs> Go get your brother's pants. <laughs> oh. All right, y'all. It's nine o'clock. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. So good morning. Amen. Amen. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> Psalms 91. Amen. It's going to be a great day today. I am determined to have a great day. I want y'all to be determined to have a great day. No matter what's going on, I want you to be determined to have a great day. All right. So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up. We thank you, Lord God, for peace in our minds and peace in our hearts, peace in our bodies. We just thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your love and your justice. We thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We just thank you, Lord God, for our strength. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us unconditionally. We thank you, Lord God, for blessing LUTG Radio. For all the LUTG Radio listeners and me, the host, and anybody that we interview and have a partnership with or association with, amen, customers, sponsors, we thank you, Lord, for blessing each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. And, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Y'all know I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Jesus loves you! <laughs> Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you 100%. Oh my goodness. 
God loves you. 100. You know, people get upset when I say stuff like, oh, I love me some Ari Melba. Oh, my goodness. They will get upset when I say, he's like that. Catch me out. <laughs> you, just, you just like to make people blush. <laughs> Sometimes I make myself blush. Like, girl, you, you, you ain't got no kind of wisdom. Yes, I do. I saw something. What you see? I saw the love of Jesus. <laughs> I woke up this morning and it was just like, love on my mug. I woke up thinking about God. I went to bed thinking about God. And so what I do every morning is I go to bed. Before I go to bed, I, I, I you know, I read some scriptures and whatnot. And so that's what I'm thinking about when I go to bed. And then when I wake up, I read some scriptures. And so, and then I'm singing throughout the day. So I'm singing about God all the time. And so that's what you want to do is just, I ain't saying that your every waking moment got to be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Although, you know, look, that's just me because that's what I, that's what I'm doing here. But, you know, as you're going about your day, just, you know, as you're thinking about them, you know, you if you're going to lunch, oh, well, let's say if you get up in the break, get in the morning and you eat breakfast, you may be a breakfast eater. I don't know. You may not. But let's say you're a breakfast eater, right? Invite Jesus to come to breakfast with you. Invite the Father and Son. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit say, yo, Lord, y'all want to come to lunch? Y'all want to come breakfast with me? Come eat with me, Lord. Jesus eats. They eat. <laughs> Like, come eat with me. Amen. Tell God to come eat with you. Come have sup with you. Come have dinner with you. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had the strangest image uh, to come across my mind. And um, put it like this, whenever, whenever, uh, whenever you, you ever notice this, when you pray for somebody, the, 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 the enemy will try and come at you with the opposite image. As soon as you pray for them or like a day or so after you pray for them, they'll try and tell you, oh, that person ain't saved. They ain't delivered. And you're like, see, that's where you got to stand on the word and stand on what you believe. Because remember, you got to remember, God says, my word, my word will not return to me void. So if his word won't return to him void, that means that whatever he has said and decreed and spoken out of his mouth, has he, whatever the intent of his heart has been, it shall return to him in the fullness of the fruit of his thoughts and actions and words. And so... And it has in the form of Jesus, man. He says, let us make man in our image. He went to going, doing his UX design. <laughs> That's right. We are a UX design of God. <laughs> yeah, I want the mouth right here, the nose right here. Right? And we want boobs on the girls and, and big chest on the men. <laughs> Strong arms and legs. I want them to be my hands. <laughs> we are a UX design of God. <laughs> um. Anyway, and so, uh, <laughs> and so, when God says something, um, whatever He says, He expects it. He expects to harvest from it. 
Which is why when Adam and Eve uh, sinned, he was like, y'all, I told y'all to do X, Y, Z, but I already knew you was going to sin. But at the same time, I wanted, you know, I want y'all to, I guess, I guess it's better that they sinned early on rather than, you know, now. Because <laughs> it would have it would had to be with the first one anyway. So sometime in their life, they, they was going to sin. Um, and so anyway, uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, your word. So when you pray for somebody believe, uh, that what you pray for is, amen. Hey, who is that that's on, that's, uh, watching me right now? If you are watching the show right now, you on, um, whatever you, whatever medium you're on, uh, put it, put something up in the chat so I can see you. Just say, Hey, good morning. Good morning. Amen, amen. I'm going I'm to put my good morning up here so y'all can see it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I put it in caps so I ain't really shouting. It's just that I have a habit of using caps. Um, Let's see here. So I can see. I'm on this uh, software here. I'm on the website for it so I can see. Um, I know I said go to lutgradio.com so I can see it. You can do that too. I'm on Mob Crush right now because I'm broadcasting through Mob Crush. Uh, a Mob Cam. Uh, so anyway, same thing. But if you in you you out there and you listening, go ahead. Uh, post some up like, yo, what's up, Candy? And if you're the one out there telling me, stop talking, please. Stop talking, please. Are you meaning stop talking about Jesus? Or do you mean... Stop talking about my personal experiences. What do you mean? You got to be more, a little bit more specific with me. Um, because I can't stop talking about Jesus. He's my love. Mm, 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 mm. Gonna put on the whole armor of God. Y'all ready to put on the whole armor of God? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. So go with me to Luke twenty four forty five. It says, "Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures." Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Ephesians chapter six, verse ten through seventeen. It says, "Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might." Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Ooh, me and Jesus. Hmm. Uh, which is the word of God. 
praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. And uh, verse 24, grace be with them all that love our Lord Christ, uh, Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Go with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 6. Numbers, chapter 6. Numbers. Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24 through 27 says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my names upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Psalms 91, Psalms 91. Psalms 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah 54, uh, 13 through 17. And thy children and thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children and the righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression for thou shalt not fear and for, and, uh, from terror for it shall not come nigh thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Glory to God. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen. Amen. <laughs> ah. Jesus loves you 100%. God is into you. He like, oh, wait, you special to me. Don't forget, share the link for LUTGradio.com. I got this mic all up in my face. Uh, don't forget to share the link for LUTGradio.com. Um, 
Share it on your social media pages. Uh, check out the website and get yourself some gear. Uh, get yourself a, some swag. I know I got, I got some things up there. Um, anyway, got stuff up there. Um, so, um, just check out the website. There's a lot. There's lots of things up there for sale. Uh, lots of things to educate, and um, check out the resource pages. The resource pages are pretty straightforward. Salvation page. All the pages are pretty straightforward. Um, all right. Um, well, I was looking, oh, what I was, uh, saying. And so I was working on, um, what not, I shouldn't say was, I'm working on like my little, my, uh, love factor. And so, and what that is, is, um, because in second Timothy one and seven, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so all three of those work together, power, love, and a sound mind. You cannot, it's difficult to love yourself if you are constantly beating yourself up. <clears throat> it's also difficult. Like, for example, you're like, well, how do, how do you beat yourself up when you don't believe you're forgiven? Let's say you're forgiven, right? You said the prayer of faith. Now, I mean, when you say the prayer of faith, you got to believe it. Receive your forgiveness. Some of y'all have a direct connection and you have a an encounter with the Lord. When God, when you say the prayer of faith and you believe, God forgives you everything that you've done. So don't go back and try and remember all the bad things that you did. You're forgiven. Forget about it. Don't go, don't go, don't, don't be going around trying to apologize to everybody since you done got saved. Look, as you keep on praying, pray for them and let God bring that to pass. If he wants you to apologize, he will. Cause I'm, I guarantee you, if you did something to somebody, somebody did something to you back, um, which without you even knowing it. And so that's not an excuse not to apologize. What I'm saying is if you, let's say if you, if you were like seven years old, it's 365 days in a year. That means from the point of understanding, which would have been about, I guess some people say it's five, some people say it's seven. But you've been a sinner since you were born. And it's 365 days times seven years that you may have poked your sister in the eye, kicked your little brother. You may have, <laughs> you may have accidentally slammed the teacher's hand in the door or kicked your teacher because you was upset. You you might have done a, and that's only seven. Now imagine if you 35, 45, 50, 65, 70, 120, 365 days out of a year. What have you done that you want to go and apologize to each and every person that you have encountered? That's a lot of apologizing. Just receive your forgiveness. When God tells you to apologize, that's when you do it. But if he don't tell you to, don't. So, cause some of y'all be like to admit to cases that are closed, that the, when you are forgiven of all your sins, your case is closed. God ain't trying to remember that no more. If he wants to punish you, he'll punish you. But so that's for somebody out there. And so anyway, um, thinking about power, love and a sound mind, second Timothy one and seven. Um, so 
with um this Halloween that is coming up. Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. A lot of people focus on uh Halloween, like you know, Christians should not be celebrating Halloween. I don't celebrate Halloween. Um, so what I used to do for people because I don't celebrate it. It's it's about death and destruction and all of that stuff. But I don't stop other people from celebrating. I don't I don't tell them what to do. When I would give out um candy, um I wouldn't, I, what I would do is we would, um, we have like this thing that they, they do here. They have an event for the kids. And so I would contribute to the kids having candy and I would buy them faith <laughs> stuff where they had scriptures on it. Or uh, sometimes I would just give them safety gear. And so whether I'm in, whether no matter what city I was in, I would give them safety gear because I would be the one on the street driving my Uber. And then all of a sudden these kids dark out and these dark, dark out across the street in these dark costumes. And so I'm like, okay, well, hold on. I have an idea. Let's go get them some neon necklaces. Some, some, cause even if you white, but you got them little, little, little mech, them costumes, you all covered up. And even if you are white or light skinned or dark skinned, trust me at night, y'all all look the same. You all look the same. A blur running across somebody's window across somebody's car you look like a blur and so um (laughs) i'm just saying sometimes it'd be so dark outside you got to turn on your high beams uh oh i thought i'd turn those things off you gotta uh turn on your high beams uh to uh oh okay i had a call to come in i should have turned off all my calls and I think this thing that froze my screen. Uh, Alright. So anyway. I think this thing is working. It'll probably reset in a minute. Okay. There we are. Alright. And so anyway. um, So I give out like safety gear. So if you're not. If you don't like celebrate Halloween. You don't want to celebrate Halloween. But you want to do something for your community or whatnot. Give them kids some safety gear. Some of them little neon necklaces or just a bright flashlight. They, um, I have one of them here. Hold on a second. Oh, I don't, I don't misplace the thing. But it's like one of those little small flashlights, but it's really bright. And uh, <laughs> I had the thing too. I had it up here for the longest because I wanted to show y'all. Anyway, but you can get your little flashlight. Now, if you. I got this thing here. <laughs> Can you see that? <laughs> now, one of the bigger kids may want to take this, but they, I don't know, they may or may not. Um, and so I got the, you got this big bright one. You can take your, you know, this probably is in your father's uh, tool shed or whatnot, or your mama's tool shed. This is mine, so be, let me get this off the camera. And so anyway, uh, <laughs> Sometimes when I go outside at night, I be having my... <laughs> and so, I ain't saying that you, you should celebrate Halloween. I'm just saying be safe um, and be bless your neighbors. Because you ain't got to celebrate Halloween to make, sure, to make sure that those kids are safe and those young teenagers and adults, college students and anybody else. I would even give into it. Like, you have some adults that celebrate Halloween. And so I would give them a neon necklace too. 
and a flashlight or something. Try something like that. You know what I mean? Just so, you know, because people be out and they be drunk. And so, um, especially if you do Uber, you get a lot of people that are drunk on that holiday. That's a super big holiday. Um, and a lot of people getting drunk. And so often I would find myself uh, becoming a caretaker for these people. One, make sure they don't vomit in my car. And then the other thing is make sure they actually get inside the door. Uh, I had one guy that was so drunk. He was so drunk. Um, he could he could barely open the door. And when he did, he left the door wide open. And so um, I saw him go in and kind of like fall down. I didn't get out because I'm not supposed to get out the car. And so what I started doing is I started calling him on his phone. I blew the horn a couple of times. He didn't get up. And then I called him on his phone because I could see what was happening from where I was. And so I, I was calling him on his phone until I wouldn't stop calling until he picked up because I didn't see the door close. I saw the door open. I saw him kind of fall down. I was like, okay, let me see if he needs some trouble. Be, if he needs some trouble. Let me see if he's in trouble because if he don't pick up, and I'm going to call you like 10 times. If I see you fall, I'm going to call you 10 times. And so, because <laughs> I needed to wake him up. And I was like, okay, if he don't call on this, if he don't get up, if he don't answer this phone, then I'm going to go ahead and call the police. I hate to call the police because sometimes you don't know which one you get. You Sometimes you can get one of them nice ones that's like a brother. And he got a brother and he knows sometimes people get drunk. And then you got some of them that be like, I'm going to arrest you for being drunk. You're like, wait, what? And so... <laughs> You're intoxicated, but I'm in my house. <laughs> anyway, so the guy ended up picking up, and I was like, okay, cool. You left your door open. <laughs> he like, where you at? I'm, sitting, I'm still outside. You left your door open. Turn around and look. Your door open. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then he closed the door. And so I wouldn't leave until he closed the door. And so anyway, um, you just want, sometimes you have to be a caretaker for them. And, you know, for some women, I'll make sure they get in the, in the house. Sometimes they'll say, will you just watch me till I get in the house? Because that's just a thing we do in Chicago. We watch out for one another. We ain't even got to know you. We ain't got to know you. But if you and I Uber car or whatnot, we take you somewhere. We're going to make, it ain't, we ain't trying to memorize your address. We don't care where you live. We don't, we don't care about that. We care that you ain't going to get attacked trying to go into your house. You know what I'm saying? Just getting out of our car. Because um, we could drive off, and I tell you, you come at me with anything, I'm going to just run you over and then tell the police. No, I'm just playing. No. Nah. So, <laughs> we try to look out for one another in Chicago. And so, we'll, we'll wait till you get in the house and whatnot. And that way, we know you safe and good, and you'll be able to take another Uber ride later on. Give me a five, right? Um, so, anyway... Um, I don't want you to fear Halloween is what I'm saying. So I want no matter what you see out there on Halloween, have no fear because God is with you. God has not given you a spirit of fear. And so when somebody uh, when somebody says, yeah, I'm going to scare you, I'm going to scare you. Uh-uh, for God is not giving you a spirit of fear. So don't give in to it. The enemy will come at you all the time like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. 
You do that to kids a lot. Do that to kids and kids be getting you know scared and be like, I'll submit to you, devil, even though I'm I'm higher than you. No, don't don't submit, kids, adults, children. The enemy has the ability to make himself look super scary or super nice, like the little old lady with an apple that wouldn't that wouldn't do you no harm. Me, my lady, would you like an apple? Don't eat the apple. Uh anyway, um <laughs> what I'm saying is the enemy will come at you and he has the ability to turn himself and to look like man. To look like you and look sweet and kind. But I don't want you to be afraid of anything. How can you tell? You'll feel it on the inside. That that your your spirit will start to register going, uh-uh. Mm-mm. That is not my image. I didn't I didn't make that. I'm giving you an example of what 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 the words will come out in your head. Be like it's like your spirit be like, mm-mm, walk away. Mm-mm. I didn't make that. And he's telling when he, whenever you hear God say something like, I didn't make that. Or he'll just say, that's a demon. Um, pay attention to him and have no fear. Have no fear. You can tell him things to leave. Uh, one of them was in my house uh, last night. It was. Thompson. No, uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. Not doing that. Leave. Get out. Why? Because God's not giving me a spirit of fear with a power of love and a sound mind. And you're like, oh, Kathy, are you like big and bad? I am saved in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't fight that battle. God does. And so don't be afraid of Halloween. Go outside if you want to go outside on Halloween. Don't celebrate Halloween. I mean, it's just another day. That's all it is. It's just another day. You don't have to succumb to any form of fear. I don't even know what day it is. I just know it's coming up. I don't know if it's Saturday or Friday. And so um, you don't have to succumb to fear just because of this holiday. You don't. And so um, it is actually Sunday. <laughs> I bet you they'd be getting mad when Halloween fall on a Sunday. <laughs> Folks are celebrating. They're like, well, okay, we're going to celebrate Saturday. And so uh, don't be afraid of that holiday, even though it's it's not a particularly good holiday. Um. Just live. It's just just another day. Be sure to go to church too, though. Be sure to go to church and pray over yourself and pray over your family. We you know whether y'all are not participating in that or whether you are. I hope you're not. But if you are, pray over yourself, and um, that God will lead you in the way to go as you are outside. Because sometimes you just want to hang around your friends or whatever, and they celebrating it, but you not. Um. So there you go. Uh, I know I went long on that. It's just that uh, I want you to remember to not fear and uh, to walk in the love of God, to love the way Jesus loves the church. And how does Jesus love the church? Jesus loves the church with all his heart, with all his mind, with all his soul, with all his strength. And that's how you to love yourself. That's how you to love God. And that's how you love your neighbors and people that you don't even know. You're like, I'm supposed to love people like that that I don't know? Yeah, for example, somebody walking down the street or walking across the street, and you see a car coming and they don't. What do you do? You push them out the way. You 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 put your hand out so, yo, wait, stop. There's a car coming. I had to do that for a little boy because um, this is so crazy. One of the other, like, I, I guess the boy had to be like in maybe in seventh grade. Um, He took the car... So he's probably like around 12. He might have been younger than that, though. 
So he he was I guess he was used to his used to driving his parents' car or whatnot, and so um, he got somehow this boy got the keys to the car. And we were all in the park. He got the keys to the car and he started driving the car um, up on the walkway, and then he was going fast too. And um, so he did it once, and then I think another one did it. Um, and this one might have been a teenager or something. Anyway, these are just some kids showing off. Uh, driving on the on the sidewalk or whatnot, uh, I, they look like kids to me. Um, and so anyway, there was a five year old little boy, one of the little ne- uh, nephews of the family. He was walking and he didn't see the car coming. And the bad thing is they had you know people would because you know, they didn't know me that well. And so, um, but I saw the car coming, and so. I put myself in between him and the car so that I could scoop him up and move him out the way. And so I, and it, cause the car was coming fast and I'm telling him, stop, stop, don't drive on this thing. Stop. And he didn't, he got, the guy kept going and he was going fast and fast. I'm like, Oh my God, you're going to kill this boy. And so I'm running, trying to beat the car to the boy. Cause the boy, kids, are, little toddlers are under the bumper. You can't see them when you're close up on them. You can't see them. And so he's driving he's, and everybody starts screaming. And I'm, cause I'm like, I'm shouting at the boy. And they're like, why are you shouting? I'm like, this, this car, stop the car. And, and I was so upset. And so I scooped the little boy up and he's like wiggling, trying to get, I'm like, stop wiggling. So I said, okay, he don't know what I'm doing. So I turned him around and I'm, I'm turning him and I'm running at the same time in the opposite direction. So, <laughs> I'm like, look, this car's tr- almost hitting you, almost hit you. He's like, ah! and I was like, yes. <laughs> and so we kind of like, I kind of tossed him on the grass because I didn't know if the car was going to swerve and come into the grass because clearly the guy was at, whoever was in the car that was driving had trouble seeing over the steering wheel. And I'm like, I don't know if he's going to stop. If he can't stop, I don't want to throw him in the grass. And then the boy, and then he come in the grass because sometimes when you when you look in a direction, you drive in the direction you look in. You see what I'm saying? And so I was so upset. And then finally the men realized what I was doing, trying to keep this boy from getting, the little toddler from getting ran over, and then trying to tell that person in the car to stop driving up here. And so the men started screaming and yelling, and they... They got the guy to stop, whoever it was in the car. Uh, they beat him down a little bit. <laughs> they beat him down a little bit. They ain't hurt him, you know. <laughs> they just do what men do. And I was so upset because they did it twice. And I had to dry, I had to pull him out of the way twice. And I was just so upset. And I just said, fine. I said, look, whose baby is this? <laughs> whose baby is this? <laughs> I ain't even got no kids. <laughs> I was like, y'all are testing my patience today. You got one knucklehead, two knuckleheads driving up on this walkway. And then you got this poor baby just, just mind his own little business. <laughs> just doing what kids do, just playing like he's supposed to. It's a park. You play in the park. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I'm like, help somebody. Help, help. And so that's the only time I wasn't necessarily afraid because I'm a fear would have kept me from coming kept me from running in front of a car trying to save a toddler fear would have kept me from doing it and so so i said well look i already know jesus is my lord and savior i'm gonna move this child out the way if i get hit i hope not lord god don't let it hurt 
Lord God, <laughs> don't let that car hit me because this boy, if it hits me, I'm going to survive. If, it's hit, if it hits him, he's going to die because it would have hit him in the head and would have broken his neck because he's so, he was so little and his head was like right at the middle of the bumper. And so anyway, um, that kind of stuff is, it, it's, it's frustrating. And so that's not necessarily fear, but it's frustrating. So when you, you, you see a situation that's a dangerous situation, that don't mean that you're in fear. That means that you're, you're right. It's a fight or flight situation. And so you, that adrenaline comes up to tell you, okay, this is a stressful or fearful situation in that we call it fear, but, um, it's a situation that you need to remove yourself from or, or move that person away from that. You see what I'm saying? And so anyway, um, I want you to be careful and safe as you're out and about. And if you see somebody in trouble, help them, uh, but try and do it without putting yourself in harm's way. Um, and um, believe God that you you have a sound mind. Some of you guys are dealing with addictions. I heard addictions. Some of you guys are dealing with addictions and whatnot. God got you. Say, Jesus saved me. Because an addiction is a spiritual thing. And so you gotta you you gotta tell that that spirit. So if it's a addiction, if it's a alcoholism, or if it's drug abuse, if it's uh, sex. If it's um, anger, tell that spirit to leave. I'd say, in the name of Jesus, whatever it is, I command you to leave me now. And don't return and don't come back with seven seven more of your demons. Seven more worse or seven at all. Don't send nobody. Leave me now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, um, let your word uh, rise up in me. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I command peace to stand still in me now always amen command peace to stand still in you so that uh you because addictions cost a lot of money you lose a lot of friends and a lot of trust and worse you destroy your body and so um and fear will destroy your body too because it's a lot of stress on the body false evidence appearing is real there's a lot of stress on the body and so anyway, it love when you love people, you actually healing yourself. Loving other people actually heals you. <laughs> I kid you not, it gives you such great joy and peace. And so, um that's why I find it for me it's easy to to love people. You're like, "Well, isn't it harder to love your family than it is to love like your neighbor or your friend?" Yeah, because you know all their stuff and they know all your stuff and um they lots of, a lot of times family assumes that Oh, I can do whatever I wanted to do. It's okay. That's family. No, no. You got to show some kind of modicum of respect. A little common courtesy because every person is a person and every person wants some sort of respect. You see what I'm saying? Like, for example, uh, one of my family members used to say this all the time. Respect me. Respect me. But then um, they'll do something crazy like, you know, go and take your stuff. They'll... uh eat your food or they'll throw your food in the garbage. Don't even want it. You just wouldn't got this food. They like, well, you shouldn't be eating that. And they'll throw your food in the garbage. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> you like, I had one of them to come up to me. I'm sitting there. I, I done went to the store and got my, uh, you know, got my food and everything. I'm getting ready to sit down and eat my food before I can even get a bite. Oh, dude. And this is a grown man. Grown man hands, putting grown hands and grown body and on grown body parts. With grown women, 
So I don't know where them hands been. And he went and dug in my food. I used the last 5 or $10 or whatever I had to buy that food. Because I was getting paid a little bit later. So I was like, I'll just, I'm just going to eat something right now. And then, I, you know, I'll get some money coming up a little bit later. Boom, boom, boom. He went and put his hands and the, and the stores had closed. So it was a Sunday. Wasn't that open. <laughs> Wasn't no food in the house. And he went and stuck his hands in my food. <laughs> like, he said, hey, let me taste this. Before I could say, go get a fork. He put his hands in my food. I was like, <laughs> I thought to myself, now, I know I remember seeing you as a little toddler. And, you know, I often when I see the kids, I often I see them and my heart gets warm because I'm like, oh, I remember they were so little. But when you a grown man sticking your head in my food, I'll be like, oh, I forgot you were little. Hold on. <laughs> myself because I, I I was saved at the time and God says to turn the other cheek because those, those are the scriptures that I heard when he was digging his hands in my food because it wasn't a quick dig it was like and you could hear all the barbecue sauce roaming around in my mind it wasn't barbecue sauce that was roaming around it was bacteria from his hands <laughs> and I'm I'm sitting there I'm sitting there and all these scriptures are coming to mind. And before I could even, I just said, you know, you could have asked. And the, so those, those are the words that, that came out of my mouth. Cause I was trying to hold, I was trying to hold on to what other food I had left. And I was, <laughs> and I was trying not to curse. <laughs> Cause I'm supposed to represent Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody been in that situation where somebody take your stuff this is like the last of whatever you got and they go and take it and you got a <laughs> and you trying hard not to say nothing bad cause you like okay well they must have really 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 needed it I know this family you know or maybe some a neighbor or somebody you're like oh I know you needed it. You must have, because you wouldn't have did that if you didn't really need it. Just eek. <laughs> One of the kids took the car out, and they crashed it. <laughs> and snuck it back in, trying to act like they didn't do it. <laughs> Their father got up in the morning all happy, because when he wake up, he wake up happy. He's just one of those people, he just wake up happy. He like, la, 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 got his coffee going out to the car. He goes, oh! <laughs> he knew exactly who it was. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. He was like, oh, I was so angry. Oh, I couldn't cuss. I couldn't cuss. I couldn't cuss. <laughs> And his son wouldn't dare come near him. His son would not come near him. He's like, boy, come here. And so he came down and go, yeah, dad. <laughs> he wouldn't go in the same room, though. He like, 
Crazy. Crazy. So sometimes we do things that are so messed up and it makes people so angry. And and they gotta forgive you. They gotta forgive you. And they know they gotta forgive you. It's just in the moment that this is happening, they have a right to be upset. But God said <laughs> to be angry, but don't show it. Meaning his father was angry that the car was destroyed, but he could not punch his son out. And so the only thing he could do is say, well, you're going to pay for that. You messed it up. You got to pay for it. And that that there, that's justice. That's fair. You messed it up. You got to pay for it. And the worst thing is uh, the son lost his trust. So now you got to start back all over again, earning that trust back. So that's like 17 years of trust. That was built up and now it's gone because his friends want to take a joyride and then they want to start drinking. And so, yeah, <laughs> just crazy. It's just crazy, man. Oh, man. Glory to God. All right. So, um, remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so in order to keep your sound mind, you got to keep the word of God at all times. And so when God says, be angry, but don't show it, he mean it. You can get angry, but you better not let those curse words fly out. I don't want you hitting nobody. I got this. Now, is that different than when somebody come and attack you with like, like somebody say, come at you with a machete or something. Somebody coming at you with a machete, you better throw something at them and run. <laughs> Call on the name of Jesus. Jesus. Um, if somebody swings at you or whatnot, offensive. You ain't got to punch him back. Offensive. Move out the way. Chances are they might be drunk. Um, or they might be filled with a demon. I, I don't know. But usually somebody got to be mad at you or something or upset about something to come and hit you. All those so people do play those punching games. If somebody's playing a punching game, um, then you have a right use the word of God on them. The, Isaiah 54 uh, and 17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Call on the name of Jesus. Just say Jesus. Because you, you can see where people are coming. Jesus. God, God either make them fall on their face or he'll knock them on their butt. A lot of people don't think that God will knock people on their butt. He will. He really will. And so don't worry about it. I believe that God will protect you and uh, keep you in perfect peace. Uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say, yes, Jesus, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I want you in my life. Amen, amen. I, I pulled this thing up here. Um, Salvation is for everybody. I offer salvation to absolutely everyone. Regardless of um, regardless of what you look like, um, it doesn't matter to me what your race is, what your sex is, what your preference is. Um, some guys have played this game with me where they're homosexuals and they want to prove to heterosexuals that they can get a woman. And so uh, they'll be like, yeah, I can get Kathy. I can get Kathy. I'm like, no, you can't. 
I'm like, no, no, you can't. Why? Because I'm nice? <laughs> and so you, you don't have to succumb to everything that comes your way. Just because you accept people as they are, that don't mean that you got to participate in sin. That don't mean that you got to be somebody's test dummy. You see what I'm saying? Um, you don't have to be somebody's test dummy just because they trying to prove uh, who they are. They're trying to prove to somebody that they a man. Well, we know you're a man because you were born a man. So you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Nobody, not even one. That's been happening to me my whole life because I'm I'm kind and sweet and nice to people. And so I would just tell them, you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Why Why you think that you got to prove something to somebody? <laughs> it's like, you're going to be hurting my feelings trying to prove something to them. Don't hurt my feelings trying to prove something to somebody. So I, I would ask you, when you out there, whether you're a male or female, don't manipulate people trying to prove something to somebody else because you're hurting that person's feelings. You see what I'm saying? So be kind to people, no matter no matter where you are, what you're doing. And some people like to uh, call you duffs. You know, that's the ugly best friend or whatever. You ain't nobody's duff. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Remember in John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God loves you as you are. Maybe you're not uh, spectacularly beautiful to this person over here, but to another person you are. You see what I'm saying? It's all about the environment. And every supermodel male or supermodel uh, female, they don't always go for the supermodel. They go for the person that's nice to them and sees them as a human being rather than as something to ogle. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so when you come across people uh, that are spectacular in their looks and whatnot, just listen to them. Talk to them. Listen to, what, listen to their ideas and their plans and just talk to them like a regular person like you would anybody else. Because... When you just listen to what they got to say, you'll hear them express themselves. And re and remember, I mean, just treat them like a friend. Everybody wants to be treated decently. I don't care what you look like. I don't, it, it don't matter. Everybody wants to be treated decently. All right? So be decent and in order. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to be forgiven of all your sins, here's the opportunity right now. God loves you 100% and he wants you saved. Repeat this prayer confession after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved 
and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Amen. Uh, take a, take authority over your, uh, over your life. If you, if you are, if some of you are dying of HIV AIDS, some of you, some of you don't have AIDS, but you got symptoms like you got AIDS or something. You got, your liver is dead because you were drinking alcohol since you were five. <laughs> some of y'all, you got, or you just don't even matter how early you started. You just got this issue and that issue and this issue and that issue. You got a bunch of issues. Do you want to be do you want to be healed? That's you got to ask yourself, do I want to be healed? Most people will say yes, and some people will be like, "Well, I don't know because I did do these things." And God says, "Well, wait a minute. You may have done those things, but that was temptation. You were led into that. The word of God in Matthew 6 and 13 says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's the prayer of Jesus saying that God will not lead you into temptation. So if God is not doing it, that's the enemy doing it. And so since the enemy is doing since the enemy is leading in, you into temptation, God will lead you out of temptation. He will remove all evil from you. And sickness is a manifestation of of the temptation of the evil spirits. So you have a right, a God-given right to be healed. That is your right. And so you can be healed. And life and death is in the power of your tongue. So take authority over your life. Say, sickness, I command you to come out of me now. And whatever the body part is, body I command you to be healed now. Your body will begin to heal itself. It, it, it is required. It's DNA structure. It's um, computer network. Your body is made up, made up of systems like um, D- DNA molecules, and those are like compute. Those are like a, a computer network, and it responds to the spirit of the living God on the inside of you which gave gave us breath. And when you tell your body to be healed and to receive its healing, to heal itself, it must respond. It must do it. And it's going to do it. And so don't speak against it and just continue to say, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Don't speak against it. Speak towards it. I am healed. Some of y'all are saying, well, what? Should I stop taking my medicine? You go to your doctor. And get your report that you heal, um, and then stop taking them. And then, because I'm not a doctor, I can't tell you not to take it, but I can tell you this: that God is in the healing business. And so, I don't want y'all suing me. Say, Kathy said, stop taking my medication. I, I thought I was healed, but then you know I felt the pain. Don't go looking for the pain. Don't go looking for the pain. 
say I am healed. I would take my iron pills. And I every time I take my iron pills, I go, I'm healed. I'm healed. I wouldn't say, oh, I'm, I'm deficient. No, I'd say, I'm healed. I'm healed. When I was little and I was dealing with asthma, and it would be so much that it felt like 50%.